Well, good morning, my friend. Welcome to the Pastors Podcast. Good to have you with me today as we start out the middle of the week. I am down in Fort Worth, Texas, getting ready to head back to the great state of Oklahoma. And I'm looking forward to getting back home tonight. We finish out our series tonight on principles to live by. Looking forward to that. And I would encourage you, Maranatha Baptist Church, let's be in our place. I know it's spring break, but that's not an excuse to stay out of church. Let's be in church tonight. Let's see what God can do as we go forward and trying to get ready for the Old Pass Conference. That starts next Monday night. And um, if you're coming, I would encourage you, go ahead and register, oldpassconference.com. We'd love to have you come, be a part of it. Um, next week, um, I, will, I have two books that are coming out next week. My book on prayer, Teach Us to Pray, Volume 1. Then the second volume of, on the book on doctrine. And um, that'll be coming out also as well at the Old Paths Conference. And I would encourage you to come. Be a plenty of, of books to purchase from different people. But my books come out, and I'd encourage you to come. And then you come, expecting God to do a blessing in your heart. Would you do that? Let's pray now that God will do something in the hearts of those who come. And um, God would certainly be pleased with that if he can work in our hearts. Well, I want to talk to you today about a very dangerous word. Numbers 13, 28 says, Nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land, and the cities are walled and very great. Moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. Now, 12 spies had searched the promised land, and their anticipated report was about to be given. Everybody was waiting. It was like, a, it was like the news be there, waiting to hear this report. But there was a problem. There was a division among the spies of what should be done. They, all the spies saw the same thing, but somehow two groups of spies came up with a different conclusion. One group, which is a group of 10, saw the goodness of the land, and, or, or two, uh, one group, which is a group of two, saw the goodness of the land and said, let us go up at one and possess it, for we're well able to overcome it. The other group, group of 10, gave a great report of what they saw, and then they said, here it is, nevertheless. It was the nevertheless that should have been that should have warned everyone about what was what, what it was about going to be said, because you see it was the nevertheless that caused every person from twenty years of age and above to die in the wilderness because the nevertheless caused them to stop walking by faith and desire to go back to Egypt. Now, nevertheless, is one of the most dangerous words in the believer's life. Many a person has added a nevertheless to their life to their own detriment. God does not want a nevertheless in our lives, but he wants to complete, he wants complete obedience in everything that he tells us to do. Now I want to share how nevertheless is a very dangerous word to your life. First, <clears throat> nevertheless is dangerous to faith. Nevertheless has stopped, uh, stopped the life of faith by surrendering to fear or doubt. Many have lived a great life of faith until the nevertheless entered their life because of fear and doubt. Now, nevertheless, hinders God from doing the miraculous because an individual, get this now, gives their excuses of why it can't be done, and they surrender to doubt and fear. So, nevertheless, is dangerous to your faith. Second, nevertheless, nevertheless is dangerous to God's will. Now, you can do most of God's will and not do God's will at all. Now, that's what you have to choose. 
Doing God's will is doing exactly how he tells us to do it. And if you're not willing to do all of God's will, you're not doing any of his will at all. See, many have set out to do God's will until the nevertheless set in and they stopped at what they did not want to do. Thus, they disobeyed God's will. You see, we've got to understand God wants all of his will to be, to be um, followed. Then third, nevertheless is dangerous to your spirit. It is the nevertheless that gives you the negative spirit. It can be said that you have a great spirit. Nevertheless, they complained about whatever it is. You see, you can fill in that blank to what you complained about. And that blank is your nevertheless. All it takes to have a bad spirit is to add nevertheless to your life. Nevertheless has always destroyed a courageous spirit and it turns it into a fearful spirit. Now you take the nevertheless out of your life and you protect your spirit and you'll have that positive, courageous spirit to go forward by faith. Fourth, nevertheless is dangerous to obeying God. Saul obeyed um, all that God told him to do. Nevertheless, he held back in destroying Agag. Many believers do well in obeying God until they bump into their nevertheless that they choose not to obey. You're either completely obeying God or you're completely disobeying God. There is no small area that you can say, well, I'm just not going to do what God tells me to do there. Then that's called disobedience. And then you're disobeying God completely. There must never be a nevertheless in our lives when it comes to obeying God. Fifth, nevertheless is dangerous in to living a life for God. Now listen to me. Many have lived a life for God until the nevertheless of sin destroyed their life. Now don't let sin in your life um, and never let the nevertheless destroy your life's testimony. Quickly forsake sin and you remove the nevertheless. Now if someone has fallen to the nevertheless, let's be careful. We've all gotten to that point, if you want to put it this way, that we've all had some, uh, a nevertheless that we had to overcome. I don't care who it is, because for all have sinned. There is none righteous, no, not one. And let's be careful about using the nevertheless in our life to be the crutch to, well, I can't do it because nevertheless, or you criticizing somebody else because your nevertheless is coming, my friend. And until you get there, I'm telling you right now, you can criticize all you want, but when it comes to your own backyard, that's when all of a sudden you realize, oh my word, I wish I'd have been more merciful to those who had a nevertheless. Now, my friend, if you have a nevertheless, let's take it out. Let's not let it destroy our faith, our God's will, our testimony, and what we're doing in our obedience to God. Let's not let there be a nevertheless that destroys our spirit. Let's get it out. Let's stay focused on God, being courageous and going forward by faith. Let's see what God can do through us if we just go forward for him. Well, my friend, I hope this helps you out today. Now, let's remember today, be good to everyone. Everyone's having a tough time. Have a great day, my friend.